Welcome to the official Brandon Ritchie Substack Podcast episode. Today's date is January the 2nd, 2023. I had to practice saying that as we've passed another year and are looking at a new year. So happy new year to you and your family. If you're tuning in and listening to this for the first time, the purpose and mission of this podcast and blog is to serve as a map for helping you and those around you to be a zenith during chaotic times. And zenith means that I want you at your peak and I want you at your best. And the way to do this is to bring understanding to life and to bring understanding to your environment. If you understand or anyone understands their environment, then you understand how to equip yourself better in order to thrive and survive in said environment. And so I do this by basically doing the deep dive into a number of aspects of life and subjects spanning from history to philosophy to geopolitics uh, to economics, culture, and of course, health and fitness, which is central to my professional background, having been in the industry for now over 20 years as a fitness coach and strength and conditioning coach. So with that being said... If you have not already done so, make sure you subscribe at brandonritchie.substack.com. You can also uh, listen to this podcast on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and of course Spotify. If you're tuning in on Spotify, please take the time to give to give me a follow and to give the show a five-star rating in order to demonstrate and show your support so that we can spread this message and to help others to be a zenith in chaotic times. So with that being said, today's article, today is going to be an article audio readout of an article I just completed here over the New Year's holiday. And the title is The Dulling and Sharpening of Your Sixth Sense. Preface. Quote, those who are able to see beyond the shadows and lies of their culture will never be understood let alone believed by the masses. End quote. Plato. The most liberating reality pill that you can swallow is realizing that your life is yours and that you are in the driver's seat to control your decisions and to direct yourself on any path you want along your journey as long as you can hold breath in your lungs. Now, when I make this statement, it's a central component and has been a long-standing pillar of American culture, or at least it has been for my entire life, but the culture is changing. Granted, this is only true as long as enough people within an existing population agree on this social contract by possessing the individual awareness and mindset to live their lives as, quote, the owners, end quote, of their lives. Pay attention to that word awareness that I used in that last sentence. I will come back to that here in a bit, but for the time being, put it on a holding shelf. So does this mean being the owner of your life will be easy? No. Does this mean being the owner of your life will be perfect? No. Does this mean your life will have consequences based on your choices? Yes. And that's the point. So what do I mean when I talk about this social contract? When I speak of accepting your life as yours, it means that if you believe that, as I do, that you will think, walk, act, and live your life in such a way that you, quote, own, end quote, everything in your universe, whether that universe is made up of successes, failures, and everything in between. 
If you accept this, then you must live it out in this way when it comes to every aspect of your life. You must embody this in every possible way from your political beliefs to how you run your business, to what you teach your kids, to who you support, etc. Because if you don't live as the, quote, owner of your life, end quote, then you will allow someone or something else in your life to assume that role for you. In fact, if you detract from this notion that you are the sole owner, then you'll create an alternative environment and that vacuum will fill with bad actors who exist for the sole purpose of being the owner of your life for you. If you have an ounce of intellectual honesty, then you have recognized this with the aggressive push society has allowed toward us living underneath a totalitarian regime in the past couple of years. The more society allows itself to be told to stay home, to follow non-scientific guidelines, to take certain medical treatments without good reason, etc., then society is giving up on that social contract I mentioned earlier by signaling and setting the precedent that it's okay for someone else to be acting as the, quote, owner, end quote, of your life. It's really simple. If you want to be the owner of your life, then act like it. Heading. Your Sixth Sense. If you've read any of my articles or have previously listened to this podcast, then you know that my professional background has involved a 20-plus year career in the fitness industry. I currently run my fitness business, and I'm a strength and conditioning coach that has trained people for fitness as well as for performance in the realm of athletics in nearly every sport imaginable. I've been at this game for a long time, and having honed my skills as a coach that deals with the body and human performance, it's safe to say that I've learned a thing or two over my lifetime about the human body and what it's capable of doing. As I'm going over this, you're already familiar with some of the basic human functions as it relates to your five primary senses. As a quick reminder, you're familiar with your senses involving taste, smell, touch, hearing, and sight. However, are you aware of your sixth sense? Believe it or not, you have a sixth sense, but I will tell you that your sixth sense along with many others, has been dulled by our modern society, and this dulling of your sixth sense, like the dulling of minds, is intentional. So what do I mean when I say you have a sixth sense? Your sixth sense is what is known as proprioception. You see, with your muscles, joints, and tendons, you have proprioceptors, which are sensory receptors that signal external feedback to you from your environment. This function works so that you understand the location of your body in relation to other people and other things in space. This is a key sense to have so that you don't accidentally run into things and people when moving in space on a day-to-day basis. Now this may seem obvious, but many people's sense of proprioception has been dulled in our society since the advent of technology along with the modern era of cell phones, the laptop, and desktop careers that now make up a large part of our modern way of living. Basically, your sixth sense of proprioception is your key sense of awareness. There's that word awareness again that I said I would eventually come back to address. You see, even though you have the ability of the sixth sense of proprioception, This doesn't mean that yours will work well unless you understand how to hone it. In order to optimize your mind and body, you must first possess awareness. 
You see, this is the problem with our modern society is too many people lack both physical and mental awareness when it comes to the environment that they live in. If you don't believe me, I'll illustrate the significance of my point here. I want you to be a little patient with me because I'm going to give you an example of a person who would have a low-level, indulged sense of proprioception while at the same time giving you some examples of people with a high level of proprioceptive awareness. Let's start by using the recent Christmas holiday season as a primary example of examining an, an environment where you would likely encounter someone with a low level of proprioceptive awareness. At some point during your life, I'm sure you've made your way inside of a shopping mall during the Christmas holiday season. Like me, you have not been the most like me, you have not been the most enthusiastic individual for having to venture into the mall environment, but you did it out of the spirit of giving. So like me, you found yourself inside the hectic shopping jungle known as the shopping mall. As you walked along the mall trying to find your way to your destination, I'm sure you had to weave your way in and out of some walking lanes while having to dodge other people along the way. If you're like me, you typically don't want to waste a lot of time inside and want to get in and get out of the store as soon as possible. However, when you were walking through the mall, ask yourself how many people blatantly and obliviously turned and walked directly into your lane or even walked right into you. Ask yourself how many of these people were on their phones or just simply lacked any awareness of their surroundings as they walked through the public venue. Furthermore, if you consider yourself a person that is highly aware of your environment, ask yourself how frequently this has happened to you in a crowded place. I point this out as this is a common occurrence and is the direct evidence of people with low proprioceptive awareness. Now, as you're sitting there, when I say this, you're probably asking, Brandon, how can you make such an assumption based on that life experience? I would answer by saying that I can come to that conclusion like any critical thinker would draw their conclusions. The way to do this is by comparing polar opposite elements of the equation. In this particular assessment, you and I can observe what many might define as average everyday people, like at the mall on Christmas, while also observing how other high-performance people act in other crowded environments. For instance, if you carefully watch a defensive back in a football game cover a wide receiver, you'll see a guy that can backpedal and maneuver his body across the field of play while not even having to necessarily look at where he's going. The defensive back in this example can maneuver his body across the field without bumping into anyone and to cover a wide receiver because he has a high level of proprioceptive awareness. The defensive back knows exactly where his body is in space in relation to referees and other players on the field. The defensive back is aware of his environment. If that example isn't good enough, then consider the next example. I guarantee you, if you've ever been around a military serviceman that came back from a war zone and observed them in a crowded space, you would see an individual who has a high level of proprioceptive awareness that's even greater than, than the football defensive back. Their sixth sense is fully honed and engaged. If you still don't believe me about your sixth sense, the next time you go out in public to a restaurant or coffee shop, try the following experiment. But please don't get busted on exhibiting too much of the, quote, creeper vibe, end quote, and end up blaming this one on me. 
The next time you sit down in a local coffee shop or cafe, simply pick someone else out in the room that is also sitting, especially if they are turned away from you. Once you find this person, simply lock your eyes onto them and stare at them without turning away. I guarantee you that if you do this long enough, eventually the person that you're staring at will turn and look in your direction. People know if they are being watched or followed, and depending on the level of their proprioceptive awareness, they will come to that conclusion faster or slower compared to everyone else. A person with a high level of awareness will turn and look in your direction a lot sooner than a person with a lower level of awareness. Heading. From awareness of your body to awareness of your mind. So I begin this episode by pointing out the significance of living your life as the, quote, owner, end quote, of your life. That in order to do that successfully, that society must have a social contract coupled with individuals accepting that and living that responsibility daily. Additionally, we've also established that you do in fact have a sixth sense, but that sixth sense is something that you must hone because the structure of modern society has dulled this sense due to our modern lifestyles. Just like you can have a dulled physical sixth sense in terms of your proprioceptive awareness or lack thereof, you can also have a dulled mental sense of awareness in terms of failing to recognize the challenges and structure of society as it has an impact on your daily life. Quote, You're not a wartime consigliere, Tom. Things may get rough with the move we're trying. End quote. Michael Corleone. That quote from the legendary movie The Godfather is emblematic of the environment we're currently living in here in 2022. Once again, I come back to the significance of one being able to recognize the environment they're in as being central to how one should look at making decisions that they may not normally make. In the Godfather movie, the scene with that quote comes from Michael Corleone as he points this out to Tom Hagen, the family consigliere, when the environment changed for the family as they slipped into a hostile wartime environment with some of the other competing crime families. The problem we're having now in our current society is that many people aren't recognizing this current environment is is an environment of war. Granted, what we're experiencing in our current situation is what is known as a fifth-generation warfare. Fifth-generation warfare is defined as non-kinetic war activity that is instead carried out by misinformation, cyber attacks, and social engineering, which is executed by major institutions in media, academia, entertainment, and even science and medical organizations. We're having to deal with an onslaught of propaganda, both from foreign agents, but what's worse is that the onslaught of disinformation that is attacking our society comes from our own legacy media outlets. The current news cycle has honed its messaging to to directly dull and soften society's ability and sense of awareness, much like the modern cell phone has dulled society's sixth sense, as I demonstrated earlier with my Christmas time mall shopping example. In fact, many studies have been reported for years that demonstrate just how much the human attention span has diminished in the last 15 years. Back in 2000, the average attention span of a human was said to be around 12 seconds, where we fast forward to today, and it has fallen to just above 8 seconds. By that metric, we as human beings have an attention span that has fallen below that of a goldfish. Think about that. 
Furthermore, the legacy media is great at spitting out catchy headlines that grabs one's attention, but at the same time, delivers a frame narrative to keep people's attention just enough so that they don't go investigating a story or bother to challenge that narrative by taking a deeper dive below the surface into the information that's being presented. In fact, those studies that I mentioned regarding the human attention span are well documented by professional marketers in the arena of digital marketing. Anyone with any critical thinking skill can understand why marketers would have to be privy to such information because a good marketer is great at creating and delivering catchy headlines in order to convert prospects into paying customers when promoting a particular product. Keep in mind a good marketer doesn't have to be an honest marketer, they just have to be effective. The legacy media understands this very well. The question you have to ask yourself is that if you weren't aware of that information concerning the human attention span while professional marketers were aware of it, then how much are you actually diving below the surface to challenge a legacy media talking point that pushes a particular narrative that eventually, typically after a long period of time, ends up being debunked? The problem is that once a dishonest legacy media narrative is pushed out in front of society and is accepted by a significant portion of the population, it can do a lot of damage before the debunking of the narrative catches up to the falsehood. Heading. The Wrap-Up. If you're going to live in a thriving environment, then you must be willing to own your life. If you cannot accept this premise, then you are feeding the development of an ecosystem that is failing our society and will lead you down the road to perdition. Skepticism, along with physical and mental awareness, are the keys to you being able to survive and thrive in a chaotic environment. If you are someone who is becoming more aware that we are actually living in a wartime environment, then you are sharpening your mental and physical sixth sense. If you are still having a difficult time with seeing what others are skeptical about in terms of being critical of Marxist ideals and woke culture, then I would encourage you to continue reading and following this show along with other recommended readings that I share here on my Substack blog. I hope you enjoyed this article and podcast episode. For this show to work, make sure that you are active in your support by subscribing and sharing this article and podcast out to your family, friends, colleagues, and enemies. Also, you can listen to this episode here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, If you like this podcast and the message, please take a moment to give it a five-star rating on the Spotify platform. Also, to connect with me, make sure you join me here on Facebook and Getter. Stay strong, stay focused, stay active, and have a great day.